welcome to Tunnel Talk, a No Facts, All Feelings Wrestling Podcast. I'm Allie. I'm Anne. And I'm Leah. Leah, you were like bobbing your little head to my intro. I loved it. <laughs> I was reciting the lyrics in my head. <laughs> <The lyrics. laughs> I love a podcast intro, you know, where you just like really gets you in the groove. It's like a theme song for a TV show. Exactly. <laughs> it's it's like, just, yeah. Yeah. We're gonna have a we're gonna have a chat. I'm gonna talk to my friends. <laughs> I, and we are your friends. I just watched the uh, beautiful day in the neighborhood this week, so now I am in a real little Mister Rogers mood. Mm-hmm. I was in a meeting today, being like, "Thank you so much for sharing that. I really appreciate." <laughs> 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 um. Okay, it's spring is sprung. Let's get into it. Uh, the the end. That that's one year of comfort with transitions, baby. <laughs> I think the beginning transition is the hardest because you have to decide. I have to decide if I'm like, should I make a little small talk with my friends or just like dig right in? But you know it what? Is, this is like our first episode post our anniversary, which yeah. makes us kind of in a post pay per view kind of setting now. So I oh think we God, can just you're right. It can be a little season. sloppy. Oh, yeah, season se- two of Tunnel Talk. It's a sloppy premiere. new season of Tunnel Talk. <laughs> Who knows what our new storylines are going to be about? <laughs> well, let's start off by talking about what, what Tony Khan's getting up to with his dolls. So mm-hmm. Mox and Danielson fought the Sweet Valley boys, Griff Garrison and Brian Pillman Jr. on Dynamite this week. Quite a bewildering little match. Like just in the <laughs> sense, you're like, it's close to being what they're doing. Like luring young men into their, <laughs> luring men. into their loving family. But uh, I just what know loving that- families do in general is lure. I think that's usually the verb that people choose. You know what? I don't, I don't judge. I think lure is that I don't, there's no, for me, there's no connotations to the word lure. It just means like yeah, entice. And there's word. no connotations to that word no. either. These entice are all fine. also so Fine. They're actually all fine words. If you entice a child, like nothing wrong with that. Okay, shut it down. Show's over. Sloppy show's over. Um. Do you think that like uh, Mox and Danielson put up like pictures of all the faces on like a wall and then started throwing darts until they picked their teammates or their match? Of all the wrestlers or just of the young ones? What do you think the age cutoff is for when they, I mean, I don't think they'd want someone older than 23. Well, (laughs) how old is BPJ? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like he's got to be older than that, right? I was like, he's got to be like 40, I feel like it's right? under 30. Is 40? He's 28. Oh, my God. He is too old to be adopted. Okay, that, you know what? Yeah. That's mean. I, You know what? Maybe I shouldn't have said that. Some 28-year-olds need nurturing families. That's so. true. But he, does he? I don't. They no. kind of have each How other. Griff? How old is Griff? Griff I wouldn't like see either like of them. Like a zesty his, little 25. I think his birthday is not known. It's not on Yeah, it's not on the old Wikipedia. Griff, Griff is but 40. His Instagram says that he's 23. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> but that's <laughs> how they got their foot in the door. But I don't know how often he like updates his, you know, like you could put your age there and then forget. Oh, about that's it. true. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. Okay. Well, this has been good. Uh, Julia Hart, <laughs> Julia Hart uh, came out with uh, the Varsity Blondes. She was just ringside. And now okay. she's in the correct age range. That's right. Oh, yeah. You could really, she? <laughs> I was going to say, you could really prey on her. That's, <laughs> like, that's cool. <laughs> this whole podcast. Do you, do you girls want to just start over? You want to just start this whole thing over? 
she's they're 20 really, like, pro- you know like sometimes it's like nice a nice thing to be like begin as you mean to go on but this is like a threat <laughs> like <laughs> oh yeah um okay well anyway she was like doing like darby allen brooding uh by the yeah. side they told they were like she has never been the same since she got the mist blown on her and she's still wearing the eye patch too yeah. which i love yeah uh yes i also love it and i can't wait for it to someday turn into something anyway uh <laughs> farsi blunt's lost mox cut the most extravagantly loving promo classic mox too where it's like the second it was over i was like i don't know what that man said but basically yeah. he was like i love my dad william regal the only man i've ever respected i love my brother brian danielson because he also respects the only man i've ever respected where didn't he you- call him like the the perfect wrestler oh, or something did. like yeah, that too it was You're like right. real smarmy it was out of yeah. control mm-hmm. and then apparently their faction is now called the Blackpool Combat Club. I would love to have been in the meetings where they were Combat talking about club that name. Is so funny. Like it's literally just Fight Club, but you like used a thesaurus, you know. It sounds better than Fight Club. I think. Like it's like you needed that Blackpool Combat Club. Blackpool. It Fight sounds club like doesn't sound as good. Kind of a fancy gym or like a co-op like, sporting kind of like equipment. Kind like like a dojo. It is a very Cobra Kai kind of name. Absolutely, yeah. Um, the match was kind of whatever. What did you guys think of the whole the whole deal? Yeah, it was definitely a whatever match. I de- yeah. like the whole time I was like, why is this happening? And I kind of felt like Rick Garrison's face was also like, why? Why? <laughs> How did I get here? <laughs> yeah, the whole episode to me, like almost all the matches felt pretty random. Like Tony Khan did just like throw darts at like his wall of wrestlers. Um, but this was like the most random of all of them. And then like with Mox, like suddenly being like so pro William Regal and Brian Danielson I was just like where did this come from it was like, like yeah I what I am agree. I just supposed to get out of this is what I was feeling like like where, where is this storyline taking me I don't I have know no idea. it just seemed like a real turn on a dime kind of like well we bled together so now like yeah. actually we're in love but it's like we all know it's an arranged marriage so like, <laughs> I know. calm down I'm like I've synced up with plenty of women I'm sure but we're not friends uh <laughs> I desperately wanted and I still think this would be such a good storyline I wanted Julia Hart to just like eventually flip out and be like my stupid brothers are so dumb they don't <laughs> fucking give a shit about violence they're the mm. most more they absolutely do not men yeah. in the world they just want to like have fun gross <laughs> why don't you fucking try to adopt me and I was like that was so fun and they should be adopting girls because I'm like yeah it is gender inequity it well, is. This is how structural patriarchy works. Is absolutely. Like there's no mentorship for women with in a field where it was all men for a long time. Yeah. Well, Mox did lay out the requirements for joining them. He was like, yeah. if you if you want to join us, this is what you need to do. And the varsity blondes disappeared after the match, but Julia didn't. She was sitting on the steps. Oh, she was still sitting there? Listening, yeah, listening while he was talking. So maybe she was hearing and she's going to input. I hope it pays off. I, I hope that's so right. Badly. I yeah. think I missed that. I only saw her sitting during the fighting. But, you know, who knows I did when see I her. Over no, there, yeah. it was there was a very funny moment when William Regal got to go up in the ring. He went up the steps and he had to pick <laughs> his way around her. <laughs> and she still had her head kind of down, right? Like she yeah, wasn't she even like acknowledging that he was going best. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, I hope she decides to prove herself and that they get a daughter. I think they both yeah. like have daughters in real life. So, yeah, they do. Do the math. Uh, <laughs> and then also on this episode, we got a little follow up to Yuda's betrayal last week where Greg 
so funny and sweet was like <laughs> Dustin and uh, Orange Cassidy didn't say a single word for themselves. They're just standing there looking like how horrible that our son doesn't love us. And Greg had to be like, how could you do this to them? They trained you. I never liked you, but they trained you. <laughs> they let you live on their couch. Come on, man. <laughs> I, know. I know. It was so sweet from Greg because I have been worried that his affections for Dustin have been fading. So it's always nice to get it, you know. Yeah get their vows renewed a little bit you know right it's like Dustin does nothing but push him away so I Mm -hmm. it's like could you blame Greg if one day he was like all right push me (laughs) yes I could blame him yes I would be very angry (laughs) yes I would never forgive him (laughs) but of course Dustin rejects love um (laughs) anyway Yuta was like I'm not here to make friends I'm here to be a great wrestler I know and he said it he said it in the tones of a man who has rehearsed this in the mirror 300 times it was so sweet he was like a little jungle boy-ish in that like he was holding his body so tensely where like he it was clear that like he had hit that place where he's like how do I usually hold my arms how do people (laughs) usually hold their arms I really think back and straight (laughs) just like really really good posture I do just love when the young wrestlers have clearly been like I practiced a lot I thought of a really good thing to say it's all gonna add up I can't do it on the spot I had to write it beforehand and here we go (laughs) and in that context I thought he did a very good job because sometimes they still I say it lovingly botch it (laughs) uh let's talk about what is going on with MJF's world so last week MJF prevented Wardlow from winning the TNT belt this week he cut a little promo just going through like all the things he's mad at in the world and it is a lot of them right now so (laughs) he said that he basically was like I don't know how to quit you to punk I will never be I'll never be finished with you of course someday I'll beat you and it'll be the worst thing that ever happened to you don't worry about that he said he called Wardlow a piggy quite a bit. I this was surreal to me. It's not a criticism. I was like, we are in an other world right now with the number of times I've heard MJF yeah. be like silly little swan, <laughs> nasty little piggy. Piggy is just not a word that you hear very much as an adult, you know, and no. I enjoyed it. And but, it took me into yeah. I guess it's because there's a character. It took me into Lord of the Flies world. Mm. And so mm-hmm. I was like just getting really discombobulated uh (laughs) loved it no problem uh basically baited Wardlow till he came out and Wardlow tried to attack him had to be restrained by a lot of security guards Mm -hmm. yeah a horny amount of security guards I would say just like a crowd of them yeah all all his like face veins were popping yeah he was very red and intense and I loved it Mm -hmm. yeah and uh MJF said he will never release Wardlow from his contract and instead he is going to pay Wardlow to stay home and not wrestle which again (laughs) the fact that Kenny Omega got on Dave Meltzer's podcast and said Cody's the only one who wanted to fuck with the WWE the rest of us never wanted to fuck with WWE it's like okay well he did say go to war with the rest of them clearly have been making a living on you know fucking with WWE for a long time so yeah well, I love Ken, butter wouldn't melt in little Kenny's mouth. No, I'm sure Kenny doesn't care. He's the one who doesn't seem. Did to you see that? I ha- haven't watched it yet, but like Kenny uh, receiving his award uh, at the, the AEW awards that were on mm-hmm. YouTube before Dynamite, Kenny mm-hmm. looked like 
<laughs> like he just rolled. It was it was Dustin style. Yeah. <laughs> he I did right not out. know he was going to be on television that day. His hair looked more insane than it's ever looked. He was wearing like the comfiest, most pajama T-shirt of all time, and he was just like, "Oh yeah, no, this this definitely means something to me. This award that you've just handed me that I found out about ten seconds ago, I I it means something." I he like wouldn't him. respond to the invite probably and Tony Khan had to zoom bomb him <laughs> well he was he was like I didn't really want to do this I think he was like I didn't want to I didn't think I was gonna come but I guess I have to but really just trying to look forward <laughs> Kenny unfortunately I, I think I would die for you <laughs> <laughs> we get Stockholm so easily <laughs> yeah well at least Kenny is worth it we've been Stockholm Kenny by people who are less sure. worth it than oh, Kenny oh for sure Lots of them. Uh, okay. <laughs> I feel like we should just enumerate the, all the worthless people we've been stuck in. <laughs> you want to hear some fucking idiots that we think are cool? Uh, and then MJF and Sean Spears both said that everything is fine with the pinnacle. The pinnacle is stays on top. <laughs> so what do, what do you think is going to be going on? Let's start by saying like with the MJF punk stuff going forward. I've, I mean, I'm... In some ways, I'm kind of glad that it's not over, but in other ways, like, I'm like, I hope that they change the shape of whatever they were doing, because I thought that that was, like, a really good bookend. Yeah. And so I don't want them to keep doing exactly what they're doing. Yeah, I was surprised that it was done, because it really did seem like, oh, yeah, like, or not done, I mean, like, it's definitely felt like they had ended it before. I mean, they do definitely, like, bring out good things in each other, so it's like, I'm, you know, I'm not mad that it's going on but yeah i am kind of interested to see what they're gonna pull out do you think i might have missed the exact phrasing do you think that it is continuing in the immediate term or like that it's just like if you have a nemesis that doesn't get wrapped up in book one you know what i mean you face (laughs) other big bads and then you're coming back to that nemesis book four or five (laughs) that's true i mean he did say eventually i'll come back or something so it it definitely could be right it could go either way because he said the feud with CM Punk isn't over, but then he was like, eventually there'll be another fight. So who knows? If that's what they're, if that's what they're, if it's a long term, like he's being like, I will never stop fixating on you, my my mirror double, my nemesis. That is <laughs> everything I want, and more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, do that because I kind of assumed that they would anyway, just because of like the it's amount true. of detail that went into the feud, and like it's just like if MJF turns face that has to have something to do with punk someday. You know what I mean? Like, it's like you just, you just created the structure. So I think that's great. Um, I do think he should probably focus on other stuff in the near term. I mean, for the, you know, years probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do think, yeah. To make a really good nemesis, you need long-term storytelling. <laughs> we want a three year. Yeah. You got to go away and lick your wounds for a while and mm-hmm. become better and become worse and come back and be horrified that your nemesis changed while you weren't looking like all that shit. <laughs> Oh, um, and then also, so we'll just we'll move into this. So Dynamite opened this week with Punk fighting Dax Harwood, bald FTR, and winning. The Gun Club were ringside, uh, just heckling. They got a really nice crowd chant. <laughs> I thought that was really impressive that people looked away from the Punk FTR match which is like a match for men, you know, like that's a crowd pleaser for men. They yeah, which is 80% of that. the audience as yeah. always. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. No, they <laughs> like for whatever like... little men were there, that was nice. For them. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, Anne, most of the audience. <laughs> um, the fact that they looked away in order to taunt 
the gun club with ass boy chance i thought that was genuinely impressive they owe danhausen so much money i agree i hope he's collecting his money from them um (laughs) so then they were like picking a fight with ftr and i think our ftr now they're gonna fight ftr right gun club yeah yeah on yeah and when they announced it one of the announcers was like, and the, with their dad ringside, which made it really sound like you brought your dad to your workplace a little bit. <laughs> All right. That's dynamite next week. Uh, isn't it every week on AW's kind of take your dad to work day? <laughs> There's a lot of, yeah. <laughs> it's really kind of like a, yeah, exactly. Just yeah. a father daughter picnic. Father fathers daughter. and sons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what I meant. Yeah. Pretty much same. <laughs> Okay, Uh, so, yeah, and then also at the end of this match, Punk was, like, gesturing at his weight. This was, like, actually quite comedic, because he kind of looked like he was being like, look at my tight bod, but he was saying, like, I want a belt, Uh, and the commentary was like, does he want a tag team belt? Does he want a, what kind of belt do you want, Mr. Punk? We can definitely get one for you, so we don't know where that's going. So, uh, let's talk about what's going on with FTR, and uh, Leah, I think you had some thoughts about this. So, FTR fired Tully and they gave that like little like speech where they were like we are sorry for being we've we've sometimes fought like jerks and you know it's all about wrestling we need to (laughs) wrestle from the heart and it kind of sort of sounded like they were possibly turning face and then like they've still been coming out of the heel tunnel but like I would not be shocked if they turned face as part of like the the gun club fight especially if they're going to be fighting the bucks because as we know tony fucking hates a heel heel uh, match so it kind of like makes sense but it's like annoying me because i'm like they're such different kinds of heel that you could do yeah. it yeah i i agree it seems completely idiotic to me I and mean, it could I'm- be part of that yeah i hadn't even thought about it but if they turn face then the pinnacle i mean obviously the pinnacle is not okay because mjf Mm -hmm. made a point of saying that they are okay yeah (laughs) we know how that works (laughs) we understand so yeah i mean that could be setting it up ftr FTR being anything like they don't even feel like heels to me like they feel like nothing (laughs) and i I know it's partly my problem because they slide out of my brain so fast but like no i agree because they don't like do you're just like yeah you're just like you're just men. Yeah. You don't. You're not yeah. like evil men or good men. You're just <laughs> men, <laughs> not in a good way. I guess in an evil way. Your heels. <laughs> <You're bad. laughs> I, think, I love that little journey you took us on. I think they and Tully are like the interfering kind of heels, where like they cheat in matches and they cheat for each other a lot. Because unfortunately, FTRs are extremely married, even though. We've not activated by that. Yeah, we are not. No, you're right. We're not. Yeah, we're of activated. Not. We're fairly deadened by their marriage, actually. It's wasted. It's like kind of like angry about their marriage because it's like this. Yeah. Uh, this is wasted on you. Like I'd love to see this between like many other people on this program, mm-hmm. but instead, it's you two. You just support each other against all odds. Gross. <laughs> Real monkey's paw. Oh, Christ. Okay. Yeah, well, I think that's all right. I think probably they're going to face turn. I think it's dumb and unnecessary. Um, <laughs> it is funny whenever. to think about the Bucks pick a fight with FTR and then FTR picks a fight with the gun club. It's very, like, shit rolls down. Every time someone ends up in a fight with the gun club, I'm always like, 
you're too good for this. Like, <laughs> I know. It's even, like, like vaguely demoralizing. I even right, though I love the I don't gun care club. about yeah. FTR, but I'm like, people are always like, they're the best tag team and they're doing this. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like Mox and Danielson fighting the Sweet Valley Boys. Also. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't think this is right. <laughs> Tony said, everyone's going to level up this week. And they said, you know in some like k-12 through schools like the seniors get like a little first grader who's like their first grade buddy (laughs) that's kind of what these matches are like (laughs) oh my god uh yeah that does feel right little okay tony whatever you're doing you're doing uh okay adam cole adam cole and jay lethal fought on dynamite so this is like a pretty normal match this was a match of wrestling the men wrestled each other pretty normally <laughs> not in any way that would surprise you kind of the usual stuff uh wrestling you've seen <laughs> you know we all know it take a second and picture in your mind when the men are wrestling what do you see well this was pretty much it <laughs> what if that was just our podcast where we were just like we just named matches and we're like and again I want to be clear they just wrestled they, they, they wrestled did some wrestling pretty much called wrestling meditations and we're just like you imagine them let us lead you through an imagining of the match but it's mostly just us being like what do you see what do you hear smell like we we don't name any moves because we can't name any moves we can't really walk you through a match so we're just like picture wrestling are the bodies touching they are yeah oh wow now that you mention it yes their bodies are on each other in a big way touching all over all the parts top to bottom well, that was pretty much what this was. So uh, Red Dragon came out. This was actually quite funny. And we're just kind of like lurking ominously for much of the match. And then ultimately distracted the ref so Adam Cole could get the win. Uh, Adam Cole cut another promo on Hangman being like, I'll never get give up on getting your beautiful belt. And I was like, you never will get the beautiful <laughs> yeah. belt. If Didn't I believe guess. it the first time. Not believing it now. Yeah. So uh, Hangman very easily faded into coming out he got into the ring whipped red dragon and adam cole with his belt each one by one briskly strongly (laughs) and then then, um immediately then got beaten up by all three of them also quite easily and lay there prone in the ring until jurassic express ran out to save him yeah, and Adam Cole took his belt away and walked off with it, actually. So <laughs> Commentary was so horrified. I think that's the funniest thing. The commentary just kept being like, and he's got he's got Adam's belt. That's Heyman's belt, but he's not, got it. not the champion. He's he away with it. it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess we should be clear. Like, there was, like, the, the championship belt, but then there also was, like, a normal belt. That was what that whipping the belt. belt done with. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Pants. yeah That yeah. was the whipping. Yeah. yeah, the whipping belt was with the pants belt, but then the over-the-pants belt was... Um, the, a different belt the other one we know you can hit people with both kinds of belts don't worry about, don't that. Worry about it we're very smart we understand we know you can hit people with anything you want but you shouldn't unless you've both agreed to it that's right unless they're evil in which case you can hit them if they're evil kind okay that kind of covered working it. through some some ethics yeah, yeah. Love it. well that's love what it. the podcast is really about <laughs> yeah it's sort of a i believe sort of a the good place kind of situation <laughs> just like, like situational that's ethics the, that's the season two turn we're like this is the bad this is the bad place <laughs> this is the bad place this podcast I- <laughs> this is the bad place okay 
where the fuck are we going with this? I don't where know. We, we haven't even drunk any of Jericho's champagne this week. <laughs> oh, no, just... that was my question. Where are we going with the cold? Oh, Hangman where are we going dude? with this? Yeah. That was well, actually my question. My okay. smart question. And... <laughs> it's called a transition, Anne. I don't yeah. know. I've never heard of it. <laughs> We're out of the cornhole and into our serious discussion. Yeah. Hit me with, hit me with some thoughts. I don't know. It's kind of... I think it's actually smart that they're trying to set up a feud between Red Dragon and Jurassic Express because I assume Red Dragon's going to take the belt next, but they're doing it in a way that like also has repercussions for the Dark Order stuff. Like It's very funny that Red Dragon, like the idea of Red Dragon getting the belt next, I'm like, oh, like I was about to say, oh, egg, but like they're my special boys, but like still kind of, oh, egg, like, oh, they can't handle that. My boys? No, I don't think so. <laughs> They're like too much responsibility. Just backing away from I know. It. It's like Kyle is gonna like puke because <laughs> he's gonna get stressed. He's really sensitive, actually. <laughs> he just wants to air guitar and hang out with his friends. He can't have the bell, Tony. They are your special boys? <laughs> uh, that's crazy, but yeah, maybe that's right. I don't know. I guess that you, you think that's it. <laughs> They're gonna get the bell. You think? <laughs> What heel t- what heel tag team would you would you have I mean, to take it next? It does seem crazy to me, but it's like who else is there? There's the, nobody. The, I mean, who yeah. are you gonna do? Give it to the acclaimed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they should please. give it to the acclaimed. I would love it if the acclaimed had the tag team. Listen, I know we're gonna talk about it later, but the stuff that Sammy and Ta- Ty Conter are doing to the belt is nothing based on what <laughs> Max Caster would do to that fucking belt. It well, is- after Max Caster had it, nobody would ever kiss it no. though. So like, <laughs> well, I would. <laughs> okay, disgusting. <laughs> wow, Marjorie, cut that. <laughs> Um, yeah. Okay. So you think they're setting up, <laughs> this is going good. You think they're setting up that Jurassic Express Red Dragon feud. That's what all this is? I, so what I, I, well, I think it's actually smart because it's doing the two things. Like it's also driving a wedge with the Dark Order. But like, I, I mean, whether or not Red Dragon actually takes the belt, I think we're headed for a Red oh, Dragon for Jurassic okay. Express They're going to have fight. a match. Yeah. I guess that adds up. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like the Adam Cole hangman <laughs> stuff like isn't quite working for me now. Like it just feels like it's been dragging on and it's not really adding like new emotional dimensions to anything. Like, yeah, I think because Adam Cole and hangman did have that one promo a while back where they were like unpacking some of their history. But I want it to be that it's like one of those um like picture jacob's ladder things it's like you drop it and it like keeps tumbling down like i right. need to hear more and more about Let's what a troubled past you have emotionally it can't just be one th- one and done like i must hear more and d- deepen my understanding if that's not happening i would just say like take a break because we can always come back to it yeah well i don't know i mean i don't think the problem is hangman I think that like Hangman has been doing his part and I'm actually pretty interested in a lot of the things that I mean, you know, granted a lot of it's been on BTE, but like I'm kind of interested in all that. I think it's Adam Cole that's actually the problem because like I've I mean, the thing is that like I like Adam Cole struggling to control his polycule so much that it's actually only now hitting me that I'm just like what emotionally is going on with Adam Cole? Like he yeah. doesn't ever talk about it. And it just seems like he just wants the belt, which is like not an emotional right. enough storyline yeah. to me. Yeah. Right. Cause I was feeling, it was feeling very blank to me. It's like all the polycule stuff is like very funny and very, I like it a lot, but like w- between him and hangman, it just feels like 
like yeah you're right it's just like it's a blank on the Adam Cole side I I agree completely but I do also think I do think it's a two-way street in that like yes Hangman is having an emotional arc but that arc isn't really related to Adam Cole actually and in the promos it's not like he's being like it is especially bad to me that you keep coming after me for this belt because of such and such reasons. Or like, I told you a million times, I don't want to have anything to fucking do with you anymore because I'm trying to like cast off the toxic slime of the elite. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I agree that he's doing stuff, but not with the feud. Yeah. 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 It's like for both of them, it like could be anyone in this feud, which like is unacceptable. Exactly. That's not what we're here for. (laughs) No, we need specificity in our fuse. We need to know a million times who chose conformity and left you behind. You know, (laughs) give us something here. Who was sleeping in their car and who has a wife? The two types of men. (laughs) The two genders. The two genders. Um. So yeah, and so uh, Alan Angels and Ten are gonna fight Red Dragon on Rampage or Dynamite. Uh, What is that? Is that funny? It's funny just in the, like, again, like a first grade buddy <laughs> situation. <laughs> so. <laughs> Sorry to 10. Oh, my Alan gosh. Five angels. Did Alan Five Angels have an accent? No. That's no, Stu. You, Stu Grayson, you're it's, how many, it's, it's been 18 months, and you literally have never been able to, no. able to tell the difference between Alan no. and Stu. And I never will. They haven't tried. Even tri- now they that Alan's tried. taken his mask off. Yeah. Oh, they one, haven't of them tried. Still, one of them still has a mask on. <laughs> No, neither of them. No, do. shit. He, he took his mask off. Well, that's yeah. worse. So they, <laughs> they're well, both bald. one of them had it. So Stu is French Canadian and taller. Oh. <laughs> and five. I never even noticed his accent before. That's troubling. Well, he doesn't talk very much. <laughs> okay, well, maybe it's fine. Uh, great. Let, shall we move on? Was that enough of that? Or you wanna, <laughs> yeah, that's good. We move on a little more. No. Yeah. Move on. Okay. Uh, Chris Jericho had the showstopper this week, so he. And Daniel Garcia were fighting John Silver and Alex Reynolds, who are apparently the, the number one ranked tag team in AEW <laughs> right now. That literally crazy. That's crazy. Blew my fucking mind. And we <laughs> only learned it from a cage side seats recap. <laughs> Maybe they said I it on the show, but I didn't learn it, said it when I was rewatching it this time. But yeah, and it's I don't know something's messed up about their fake rankings. If you can get your rankings by like defeating jobbers on dark, like it doesn't well, matter. You've always been able to because they love to cook the books that way, which I find very funny. Yeah. But I did think it was insane that that didn't come up when Hangman <laughs> didn't choose them yeah. to fight with. But I guess that like the ta- I guess that the champs are technically the top tag team, but it's yeah. like. I don't know. Yeah. Weird. I guess, yeah. Well, I mean, if you're Hangman, I mean, I guess Alex and Silver haven't actually won on TV in a very, very long time. It's like the only one on your Hangman's never seen them. He doesn't watch Dark, so, you know. (laughs) He's like, oh, y'all still wrestle? (laughs) Speaking of that AEW awards thing, did you guys see when Hangman accepted his award and, yeah. and he was like talking and then he was like by the way like the camera's like waist up right and like they were like yeah and he was like so you guys you guys can't tell that i'm wearing jorts and like immediately the camera panned down and he was wearing the cutest little jorts and he was like yeah no That's nobody so could see that right oh man it's a little com- the comedies um yeah chris so jericho. chris jericho yeah so back to chris jericho <laughs> Uh, Y'all want to talk about something else? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, Chris Jericho started 
the sh- he did I think it was like early on in the show he did like a promo that this was very funny and I do think this is like interesting but I, it's Chris Jericho so I don't really think it's gonna go where I want it to but he did a thing where he showed us like a picture of like John Silver as a 12 year old meeting him and was like yes he loved me it was like the same thing as the MJF punk thing um and it honestly like almost looked like they had staged the photo <laughs> after they saw MJF and Punk, which is very funny it's just like did every wrestler in their 20s and 30s like meet all of the big guys at age 12 at a meet and greet because it kind of seems like maybe I guess they probably did though I mean yeah, yeah. I mean, like these freaks have all been into wrestling from a young age so yeah 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 but anyway so then we had this match I don't, it's like I don't even have anything here for us to talk about. I guess like just the general <laughs> thing. Daniel Garcia was really cute. Like what a fucking yeah, that was your <laughs> one bullet point. <laughs> Discuss Daniel Garcia very cute. I oh, just, we can talk I, about his little bullet shorts. Oh my gosh, yes. Oh, can we, Leah? <laughs> Wait a second. This is a trick. This is a tra- this is entrapment. And then at the end I? of it, she's gonna be like, Marjorie, cut all of that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She wants us to say it, but then when we say it, she... Can I say it? I know. No, not the thing that you want to say. <laughs> this is going to be great radio. For but why can't didn't our own friend said it? I can't quote our own friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's got, a, he's got a thing on his butt. That's it. Okay, end of story. He, Daniel Garcia has a thing on his butt. The end. <laughs> now we move on, I guess. <laughs> it was a gold... It was gold and it was like, I don't know, it was funny. I, yeah, I where hope is it? Chris Jericho. It was Chris Jericho's logo. I know. I hope Chris Jericho like bought it for him. Is it weirder if Chris Jericho buys him Little Speedos with Chris Jericho's logo on it or if he has to buy them himself? If Chris Jericho buys them, it's weirder. It's weirder. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's weirder. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I mean,. I hope AEW is letting them write all this off. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but I don't know how costume costs work. Are they expensing them? Yeah, they must be. Tony. It seems like they should have to pay for it if it's like their gear. But if it's like for a plot line, they shouldn't have to pay for it. If Yeah, right. If it's AEW driven. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's fair. Just buy everything Where the hell else is he going to wear that? <laughs> where else is he going to wear it? He can't wear it to the mall. <laughs> You'd get arrested. <laughs> well, not if he wore it under his jeans. If he just wants to wear his underwear, that's okay. Even though, yeah, even though it's like a thing on his butt, that's fine. He can do anything he wants in him. Do you, so do I think you, we did a really good job of analyzing Chris Jericho's whole deal. <laughs> I do, yeah. I do have one thoughtful question here, but I, we didn't really say anything about it, and we don't have to if we don't want to. You know? No, it is just very funny that Chris Jericho is like stealing everyone's ideas now that he's the influencer, and I guess probably way before that too. I know. But. I'm like, is it a nuanced commentary on like what it means to be an influencer? No, <laughs> I, I think no. I don't think it is fully correct, but also it is interesting. And I'm like, are like Chris Jericho again? It's hard for me to believe, but he's a really big wrestler, very famous. People like, <laughs> really want to watch him do stuff, I guess. So it's like, is he someday? Punk, is this someday punk is going to be like you chomp my flave big time, like a billion times? <laughs> I don't know. If I were punk, I wouldn't want to do that. But I could see PK being like these action figures are going to wrestle one way or another. So <laughs> we better find a way to make it happen. 
Did you see that Effie called Chris Jericho a clout vampire? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's correct. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah. And that, I, I think we should see that on whenever we get a new season of What We Do in the Shadows. Yeah. I want to meet a little oh, clout, a vampire. clout vampire. That's yeah. smart. I would love that. Taika, I hope you're listening to Effie. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, do you have anything else? You have anything else to say about this? You want to say anything else about this? <laughs> Is that a no, no, I think it's good. I think I think it all went yeah, really great. We're gonna respect it when we listen to it. We're gonna respect. I don't respect most <laughs> of what we say, but yeah, maybe that. Uh, respect okay. isn't the overwhelming emotion you get when you listen to this. Podcast. I, it's just like listening to your stupid friends. I'm we're our own friends. I'm my own friend. You're your own friend. So that, yeah, let's That's move on. Deep. You know, Therapy. transition. Uh, <laughs> Red Velvet and Layla Hirsch fought twice this week, so they fought on Rampage. I, I didn't watch Rampage. I just I was reveal. <laughs> it was so late, and then I didn't get around to it. I did a lot of work this week, so I forgot it was a thing until Tuesday night. You know, you can't be airing things at eleven twelve p at eleven p.m. twelve a.m. That's not the right time to air <laughs> TV, Tony. No matter no. what basketball is doing, you can't do that. <laughs> okay, so but I believe this is what happened on Rampage. Layla tried to cheat with the little turnbuckle tool and chris interfered so red velvet did win but then chris was penalized for preventing (laughs) layla from cheating and was not allowed to be ringside for the dynamite match so layla cheated and won is that did i have that right yeah that's fucking insane that doesn't make sense that seems dumb yeah is that just me it does yeah the whole thing was pretty dumb (laughs) it's like if you prevent someone from cheating you should get an award like you should get especially since the refs never will i know mm. i guess it's vigilante justice and <laughs> we do tend to punish that as a society regardless of the well, that's true that's true so yeah. this is actually realistic <laughs> uh <laughs> this is a commentary on the police system okay and so uh yeah and then yeah so then they did it again and then chris did come out <laughs> afterwards wait did she not get banned from this match What'd she get banned? She, did, she was once once Red Velvet lost, she was no longer banned, so she was able. Yeah, and Layla started beating up an unconscious Red Velvet, yeah. and so Chris came out to prevent yeah. the beatdown after. Chris does, Chris does look good. She, I do, <laughs> I do like the, ri- I uh, like the ripped jeans. I like that she's like, yeah. I'm a angry girl, and I go to Hot Topic too now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm interested where Chris as Hot Topic girl is going, especially because she did like wipe off her alien makeup the other day or take out the contact or whatever, and now she's just wearing all black and being very... has a very different mood. What if Chris, who beat up Yuta all those times, mm. got adopted by Danielson and Mox for doing violence and he didn't. instead of Yuta? Oh, that would be great. If Mox and Danielson only this adopt is really, girls. Let's fantasy book it. Only adopt girls. Yeah. Please. <laughs> Tony, listen, this is money. This is fucking this money, Tony. Yeah. would do so much for yeah. pulling women into the show, I think. Yeah. <laughs> if, if other women are anything like us. Because especially if it's like, then this gets back to our conversation from last week, where it's like Mox and Danielson are being like, it's okay. You, you can be loud. You could be mad. You can be yeah. unapologetic. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. This is the commentary. This is on yeah, gender. It's on and society. They, exactly. If they keep rejecting these girls' brothers and only adopting the girls, like that's okay. Rich. That is love it. So, I mean, do I think it's what's happening? I hope so. But do I think it is? <laughs> Maybe. But do I think it is? No. 
but do I hope it is? <laughs> yes. I want to see that so bad. That would be so and fun. I know. It'd mm-hmm. be so fun. Yeah. Mm. Mox and Danielson with like Chris and Julia Hart would just be like. Oh my oh. God. To get to so watch, especially if they were like ringside inciting yeah. violence. violence and Mox in the was girls. like yeah. doing his little bulldog thing being oh like. Go. Yeah. And like, oh. yeah. And Chris is wearing all black and like Julia's got her eye patch and they're Shit. being like tough snake girls. <laughs> like, this yeah. Is, it's like, Tony, please. let girls do violence lots of it and let them be encouraged by men who are like yes i see the fire in you that has gone unacknowledged by us. that's the violence i wanted to see and i did not see in sweet little (laughs) yuda the violence in you recognizes the violence in me (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh well i have nothing else to say about that i want that so bad i'm gonna it's I'm not just not gonna get it. I'm gonna be so angry. I'm gonna be We're hurt. Just, we need to start tweeting at Tony Khan every every day, three times a day. <laughs> we have to become reply guys. But what's like mm-hmm. the are, are, are reply guys mean? No, no I'm gonna I be mean. Just annoying. I I wanna be mean guy. Mean guy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you wanna be a Twitter troll? <laughs> yeah, but like for good. Does that seem? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Okay. Like a Twitter Robin Hood, yeah. <laughs> Twitter vigilante, Rob sort of. From the rob the men, <laughs> give to the women. Give to the women, yeah, yeah. Rob from the boys, give to the girls. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> One boy I'll never rob from, little Darby. Darby <laughs> fought the but he doesn't want he doesn't have anything to to rob because he's nope, living in, in his, his car. car. Yeah. Darby <laughs> fought the butcher on rampage. Did you I, like this match? I told you I didn't get to see it. I told you I didn't see it. I already said it on the show. I already outed myself. Even for her special boy. I haven't seen it yet, but I will see it. I will watch it. <laughs> I'm going to tell Darby on you. Shut up. Oh. Darby's so going to be crushed. <laughs> okay. I heard he got mega ragdolled. So, yeah. Obviously, I'm going to watch. Um, it was absolutely psychotic. Like, the things that yeah. he did to Darby are wild well very intense you guys can't see my face but it's christmas eve over here (laughs) um and then on dynamite so the butcher and the blade and private party fought the hardys and sting in an eight-man tornado thunder boy (laughs) i don't know why i don't know what that means like the thunder thing i don't know what it means wasn't it just tornado? Was it tornado? It was thunder? a Texas tornado, tornado tag match. Okay, yeah, I well, think is what there you got go. you. I don't know what the tornado part is. Like it's just like like a yeah. Looney Tunes vibe. Of I like, don't know. They also called the one at Revolution a tornado tag too. So I don't. I don't is know. it just like no rules, just right? Yeah, I think just <laughs> I think it just means like Tagging men do crazy anybody. shit. I just tried to call it instead of Outback Steakhouse. I went to say Outhouse. <laughs> <laughs> What's that match? Like an outhouse? Hmm. The, that was an outhouse, outhouse, outhouse match? <laughs> <laughs> they had a really fun outhouse match on Dynamite. Uh, yeah, this is just wackadoo. Um, the butcher threw Darby down some stairs. Jeff Hardy like climbed a ladder onto a windowsill and jumped onto the butcher and the blade on some tables. Like sting also did a jump shorter smaller but um <laughs> still terrifying more terrifying yeah he's older so but I, I, I also was like jeff how old are you i haven't looked it up i guess 
He's like 43. Oh. So. Well, he's wow. Been, he's okay. He's been ridden hard. And put <laughs> 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 <Okay>. No. <laughs> Leah, Matt Hardy is God, like 47. So. <laughs> About what? It's like, you're allowed to say anything you want, huh? You're allowed to say anything yes. you want. That's not yes. fair. That's I not, don't mom. refer to it explicit body parts hey, mom and mom that's not fair <laughs> it's not fair and i i don't know if continuing a fight from before we started the podcast <laughs> is like the easiest for people to listen to they will enjoy what they get and they will only get what they get <laughs> what can we do about that what a great point so did you guys enjoy yourself with the, all these death defying stunts i just kept I, thinking about uh billy gunn being like <laughs> slow down <laughs> don't you shouldn't do like a million crazy stunts because then you can't out top yourself and i'm like he's not wrong yeah did you say in your notes something like they're soon gonna be in a cody place where they're gonna have to set themselves on fire to feel something that was very funny. <laughs> did say that. when there's nothing left to burn yeah yeah i like the spot i liked you know that they explored the space around the arena that's always fun and of course i love a little death defying stunt but um yeah it was very spot heavy and not very emotion heavy like i feel like these um you know uh mercenary style alliances are just hard for me to care much about yeah well especially if it's like they're not connecting over anything in particular like i, I think if, yeah. I, I think we were saying it last week but it's like uh, if you start in a mercenary space it can become rich yes. uh that's not really this not with the hardies i think it's like no. they're just like jeff wants to jump and jeff did <laughs> right Je- jeff did jump big jump big jump and it was big cool jumps. i didn't really have his, any oh no did his face paint work worse this week than last yeah week? I feel looked like really bad oh, yeah yeah, yeah. Horrible. <laughs> and it was so bad last week it's really impressive you know what i liked though I didn't like notice Matt Hardy doing anything in this whole match. Like I think he must have, but like that's there were so many places for my eye to go. I didn't even notice what he got up to. That's perfect use of Matt Hardy for me. By the way, I looked up what the Texas Tornado match is, and it's when all wrestlers are allowed to be in the ring at the same time. So there's no actual tagging. But Uh, they were barely in the ring. They were allowed to be anywhere they wanted. Well, yeah, I mean, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, Interesting. (laughs) I would like to talk to somebody at AEW in the back to be like, do they just not sell velvet shirts like one size up? <laughs> like why does why are you making Matt Hardy wrestle in that sausage casing? Like he, you can't just go go up a little bit. He likes. I it. feel like it's his literal shirt from when he was twenty-two. Yeah, yeah I think so too. Aww, it's, you're like it's like a like a toddler but in its baby christening gown. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking like interesting. A, I was thinking about like a dad putting on his football jersey from like when he was yeah. on the team. Yeah, that like, makes more sure. sense. <laughs> toddler in its christening gown. <laughs> yeah, you're Although I, a little more sense. I do think though that Matt Hardy like went up to his attic and like opened a trunk and it was like in like tissue paper, you know, like it yeah. was velvet and the cargo pants. Well, I'm and, imagining yeah. a little bit like it's like um, you know, opened it and it's like a gentle like glow emanates from inside <laughs> right. the trunk because yep. it's like something so special and magical is in there. <laughs> his two small velvet shirt. And then he just wedges Aww. himself into it. And, yeah. You know. And then he and his brother get to have the best time. They, the best. they probably don't sell velvet shirts like that anymore. Actually. Do you think that's the well, issue? That I think it'd be the it? issue. I think on some like um, I I don't specialty know specialty site specialty of some kind. Of some, of some kind, yeah. 
Uh, okay, let's move. Darby and Andrade are going to fight next week. I'm just like pretty much over it, but like not in an especially yeah. mad way. I'm just like, there's nothing here for me and there hasn't been. But Darby and Andrade, let's get back to our roots where yeah, Darby is trying the to only buy thing. or Andrade's trying to buy Darby. Maybe Darby yeah. should try to buy Andrade. That's interesting. That's a little <laughs> I mean, idea yeah, let's see how that goes. Andrade might be willing to be bought for the right price, mm. I feel like. Or maybe, yeah. Hmm. Well, anyway, they're going to fight, so uh, I think that'll be a good match, if I had to guess. Thunder Rosa had her first promo as champ. It was very quickly interrupted by Vicky and Nyla, Uh, so that's clearly going to be her. Literally didn't get a word out. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's like nothing. Um, And so that's, it seems like Nyla's going to be her first feud. Um, I didn't, I didn't love it personally. Not, I don't. I'm happy for her to feud with Nyla. I didn't think yeah. this was like the best. Like she's your champ now. Here she is. Yeah. 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 I would have liked her to get to actually like talk more in her first promo as champ. And like, I totally like Nyla's a good feud. I'm into that. But like, yeah, it is kind of sometimes it's like Tony doesn't really want us to hear. I sometimes think the part where like it is like the the I am or the I want song of the new champions where they're like, this is what I imagine for my reign. Like the, there'll be peace and prosperity throughout the land or like with the heels <laughs> being like, this is what I imagine. Then I'm going to fucking ruin all of you and you're going to rue the day you were born. <laughs> he doesn't like to show us that. And I wish he would because I think it like, I think it would be rich. And mm-hmm. it's like, we're always asking like, what do we, what do you do? Especially with the faces. Like, what are you, what's your thing going to be? Like, what's your vibe going to mm-hmm. be? Uh, we have no idea. We, we, we continue to have no idea. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's not even touching. Like, I don't know. Like Vicky is a heel and, uh, it's like, you kind of expect her to say heel shit. And when she made the quip about like, go back to Mexico, I was like, oh, that's Vicky stuff. It's not great. Especially because, you know, like it's Thunder Rose's very first outing in champ as a champion but then later to read that Vicky is actually a shoot Trump supporter and like has actually tweeted stuff like that Uh, for real real that's so gross I really did not I mean I didn't know that and when you brought it to our attention I thought wow I fucking hate that (laughs) yeah Yeah. that's like bad (laughs) like really bad I know it's like really just along the same lines as the Dan Lambert stuff where it's like it'd be nice if you could do a promo without saying misogynistic stuff to women or telling wrestlers from Mexico to go back to Mexico like I just don't love like real life like axes of oppression heels heels should be cartoons like yeah exactly cartoon supervillains I don't you shouldn't make me think about any real life political situations it's kind of both because it's like it's like almost too cartoonish in a way right where it's just like you can think of um, I can think of a mean thing to say about literally anybody that has like nothing to do with you know like their like identity like in that way that's yeah. just like about their personalities because I hate so many personalities right. in the world like <laughs> you can lean you can always lean on that and so exactly. and it's just like very uncreative it's like when MJF is out there saying people are inbred in Texas and you're like that's not really a Texas stereotype like I know <laughs> that I actually <laughs> that I actually think is very funny because the fact that he does it to every crowd that's not Long Island I know. is very funny I think he's the, like <laughs> the first couple times when we were in like I would be like, what is like, does he like not know where they are? Like, I don't even think that's a stereotype of this place. At this point, I'm like, well, it's kind of funny. 
like but <laughs> it's looped back around it's looped back like, around but it could loop any, back around anywhere, again you know yeah you know? anywhere that's not long island is hillbilly um okay and so uh speaking of dan lambert uh <laughs> we got a an in-ring promo from sammy guevara and ty conti this week where I don't really remember. Sammy was just like, I'm fine. And oh, it was a kind of like at Billy Gunn, uh, where he, <laughs> he was like, people tell me to stop doing oh, yeah, so many was. cool moves because I'm going to break my body, but I don't give a fuck. Um, I, just so boring. It's like, that's not the, the moves aren't the problem. Like, that's not right. even, I don't, I don't even I'm think. I'm not worried about it because of concern for no, you. No, I don't know. I don't care if he blows his knees out. Yeah, like, do it soon. It's about my care. entertainment. And like, yeah. I don't care about you as a, character that's the issue and then ty condi also like cut promo on page van zant and then they were like we want to fight two dan lambert goons as a couple for love for reasons of love (laughs) i guess and so dan lambert came out and was like no uh (laughs) and that was the only funny part of the promo really to me uh and and then it was just like a classic misogynistic back and forth like blah 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 blah. you didn't you didn't think uh lucha horace was the height of comedy (laughs) no and it was like uh, no leah no i mean i know but (laughs) in fact though like it confused me more than anything i was like wait because i think i missed the line before it so i was like wait a second what did he show why is he being mentioned in this why was he being mentioned <laughs> yeah it was, was like it made Conti- no sense yeah. because it's like no. ty Conti is not a luchador she doesn't wear i mask thought it was about or... luchasaurus yeah, i he thought wasn't he was involved calling at all. her a luchasaurus well he did but he that's was, what i'm yeah, saying but... is i'm like that's like when i sometimes i'll think of a pun and be like oh there's nowhere to put it in the schedule <laughs> well that's unfortunate but then i can't use it it's like you can't use it. It doesn't make sense. More yes, integrity involved in the schedule that no one sees but us that's... than Dan Lambert has on national television. And that's shame on you, sir. Um, shame. Yeah. And then um, Sammy and Ty said, uh, don't kiss that belt because we fucked on it. And Dan Lambert was like, actually, like, so over the top, like, oh, gross. And then dra- dragged the belt backstage. And then, uh, Sammy and Ty posted a picture of themselves naked with the belt. <laughs> it was <laughs> so we crazy. We've been like avoiding talking about how gross they've been on social media and like how we got engaged to someone else like less than a year ago on national television. But and we we're like, we're not going to be gossips on the podcast. But now it's been on our television and it's just they're when making they, each other worse. It's when bad. They, when they first started talking, I genuinely was like so afraid that he was going to propose to her. Like that was the energy <laughs> in the ring. Like he was like so hyped that I was like, he was oh my God, hyped. please do not propose to Ty Conti right now. I know. It's kind of like you shouldn't be allowed in a ring with a, with a woman you're intimate with again for years. <laughs> No, pretty much not appropriate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tony should be like, well, the last time we let you do this, you got engaged and then broke up with her less than three months later. So actually, sir, like, <laughs> well, let's put this on pause. Yeah, it did crack me up that like multiple people like tweeted at them in a way that was like roasting them, and it's like I think you said in our group chat this morning they must be infuriating coworkers. Oh, they must be inseparable. They've had so many of their coworkers now be like, "Oh, are y'all dating?" I just. <laughs> You're, it's crazy. Tongues like, must be so far annoying. down each other's throats every second that you're not on God. TV. I can't. Imagine. I know. You just think about like how much I see them making out with each other just on like yeah. I'm not even on Twitter very often or Instagram, and it's like constant. So like, yeah, if you have to see them in person, like, ugh. 
well um enjoy enjoy that wrestlers don't of aew uh i do think <laughs> i'm like they're in an artistic death spiral like i don't know yeah. if, what how they've come up with this plot line together but they are actively making each other worse at doing promos and making and i didn't think that sammy Guevara could get less likable and i'm like no. you are making each other less likable yeah extremely and i've always so. loved ty I know. I know she's so much better with Anna J. Yeah. yeah. Why doesn't she date Anna J? Why does she? <laughs> they could fuck on a belt. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I would celebrate that because that would be a diversity win. <laughs> 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 diversity win. Your favorite wrestlers are fucking on a belt. <laughs> Imagine if Ty and Anna ditch Sammy and Jungle Boy <laughs> and then got together. That would be the kind of yeah. gossip I would love. I feel bad for JB, but I can just like I'm just like yeah, imagining but... JB being like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> he'd recover i think that's okay uh yeah crazy um and then in other sexual news <laughs> max caster fought keith lee also on rampage so i haven't i have to watch this one too i'm gonna have to watch all of rampage yeah it's a hardship posting uh and, and i'm kidding it's a joke i often love it and uh so what i understand about does, that, does someone else want to explain this you're welcome. To. I am going to pull us back and just be like the pre-show interview when <laughs> Max Caster was like, I can put my money where my mouth is and I have a whole lot of money in a big mouth. And then he was like, <laughs> I forget what pun he brought up about his butt, but then he was just was so backing good. it up into the camera yeah. and shaking it. Well, <laughs> so Anthony good. Bowens hooted and hollering. That is quality Max Castering. Like that yeah. is what I need Max Caster to be doing. He's saying things on that show that I couldn't say on this podcast. <laughs> 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 Makes you think. Makes you think. <laughs> yeah. I censored her on one thing. <laughs> just like wanted to tease her about it, so I, can't, I really can't stop. But I loved how the audience, someone had two cutouts of giant hands, and they were having them do scissoring mm-hmm. as he came out. And I was like, oh, it's so sweet that they that's that sex, into that's a sex thing. education, actually. Yeah. And then Keith Lee's response to Max Caster's deranged like in thing was just like, you know what? I see you. I see what you're doing. I appreciate it. But I'll, I'll destroy it. And I will enjoy doing it. And it was, like, so ominous that, like, both Max Caster and Anthony Bowens were, like, taken aback. Like, Jesus Christ. It's so funny. Especially Max Caster told Keith Lee to go back to a Renaissance fair at one point. It was very funny. So, like, they were all doing great work. It was fantastic. Yeah, Apparently, was they were feeling quite quite loose on Rampage. Yeah. So, I, I mean, hope that those guys met. Like when Keith Lee joined and was like, "Oh no, I we vibe, we vibe," because <laughs> they were having a blast. Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds great. I'm I'm quite excited to see it. Uh, yeah. and, and Keith Lee made Max Caster look like a tiny boy, even though Max oh Caster is actually quite thick a big boy. Bottom, he's huge. Thick. He's yeah. he's tall and thick, and for some mm-hmm. reason, Keith Lee was just like throwing him like he was Isaiah Cassidy. <laughs> yeah, he could have shrieked just a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> and then there was like a really great spot where Max Caster tried to pick up Keith Lee and throw him and then just staggered <laughs> backwards <laughs> couldn't do it Love it was it. so good <laughs> oh endorsed uh and then uh, what i ha- what i have recorded here is that team taz came out to beat up keith lee after he won but then mm-hmm. swerve strickland ran in to save keith lee so they have a little alliance of of good boys Mm-hmm. And then on Dynamite this week, Swerve and Ricky cut promos on each other, and Swerve called Ricky Baby Boy and said he was going to destroy him. <laughs> and I was like, it's like little ears perk up. You go like, oh, that interests me. 
Uh, well, <laughs> hello. Good work. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> so that's it. That's just, I mean, it's like, this all seems good. I don't know where any of it's going. I don't like know that I like fully understand the alliances, but uh, a little baby's yeah. first feud situation. They yeah. need to, I think in the next week or so, if they're going to keep this going, they need to have Swerve and Keith Lee have a conversation. But right now I'm kind of fine with it because that on Rampage, when all of those men were in the ring, I was like, this is the coolest that AEW has ever been. You know yeah. how like sometimes we're like, oh, That's this true. is a ring full of freaks. This was the yeah. opposite. <laughs> like the, like the, the eight man oh, tag. Which yeah, I that was, say, a I was like, yeah, this is the kind of Huge thing where I watch freaks. it. And it's like, if I saw this before I started watching wrestling, I would be like, what the fuck is happening there? Like, what yeah. is, why, do, why are yeah. people watching this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Rampage For match. Sure. The Rampage beatdown was the opposite of that, where you're like, this, everyone yeah, in this cool. ring is, is cool as shit. It's super cool, yeah. Yeah, so I, I hope that Swerve and Keith have, like, a little conversation at some point, because they don't have to do a lot, but it would it would, it yeah. would make a big yeah. difference. You know it's what we always want. Um, yeah. yeah, but I'm quite excited for this Ricky-Swerve <laughs> match. I mean, that is, that's yeah. what the doctor yeah. ordered. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I'd love for Ricky to get a little, a little meaty feud. I mean, he's always doing good work, you know, but like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's get in there. Yeah, and he, he when Ricky does his little pose, his little mm-hmm. body body boy pose, really a builder, <laughs> just a just a boy. And he doesn't fight a lot of people that like can match him on the mic, so it's gonna no. be good. It's gonna be good if he's like like this. It seems like Swerve yeah, is genuinely a good yeah a good oh, yeah. foil for him. Take Ricky to his limits. Let's see how this car drives. <laughs> yeah, you don't see Ricky like on his back foot a lot no. actually, so. Would love it. Mama like. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we should save this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we do have, we got a little, uh, a great little game request from a listener, um, but we will be coming back to it next week, unless something crazy happens. And then the week after, <laughs> but it's on the, it's in the rotation. Don't worry about that. Yeah. So on that note, I've been Allie. I've been Anne. And I've been Leah. And this is Tunnel Talk. Our show is produced by Marjorie Voinovich. Our theme is by Chris Corkin. You can find us on Twitter, all social media at Tunnel Talk Pod, and via email at tunneltalkpod at gmail.com. Please rate, review, and subscribe to us.